And that's the choice of Twala and Benoni saying, good morning, Michelle. Thanks for the JSB. Please could you play Israel's rendition of Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Thanks, ma'am. And that's, of course, uh, the Hawaiian singer no longer with us, Israel Kamakawio, uh, with his version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And if you have just joined us, don't forget, that's the way to go. Start sending in the songs that will make your Sunday morning feel like a, a Sunday morning and something special with that as well. It's 7.33 and it's time for us to move into our thought leaders, storytellers and griots. This is where we have gone through some of the stories of the week, opinion pieces of the week that we think uh, are maybe not headline news, but certainly will certainly make us feel a whole lot different about things and teach us something different that we haven't really thought about. So let's get cracking. Thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. So this is a story that came through on Business Live and it uh, was a focus on the executive and MBA education in a time of smart technology, but also trying to understand what is the role of a business school today as opposed to a business school years ago and why would somebody do an MBA? Is it just simply to take one step on or are there different ways of doing it as well? Now, the Johannesburg Business School, has a, which is the faculty of the University of Joburg, is a very new kind of business school and it focuses on a diversity of frameworks and also re-looking at the business landscape. On the line is Tumian Korsi, who is a director of the Executive Education and Programs at the Johannesburg Business School. Tumi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Michelle, uh, and good morning to the listeners. So, Tumi, let's crack right in. What would be the reason for anybody to say, okay, fine, I am going to... Um, go and go back to business school, go back to school, and I'm going to to study something differently. So the reason that anybody would want to do that is very simple, Michelle, um, continuous learning. I think you would agree with me that um, since the advent of COVID-19, we've been exposed to a completely different world that is predominantly driven by technologies. And the nature of technology is that it changes all the time. And what that demands of us as the workforce, entrepreneurs, and people on the ground is the ability and the acceptance that learning is not an event but a continuous um, process um, in order for us to make sure that we remain relevant and we remain uh, gainfully employed. So let's talk about what is required of people within the corporate sector, within the private sector. If we look at a changed world, and it certainly is a changed world, what kind of leadership is required? What kind of thinking is required? What kind of approach to society is, is required? I would like to start um, answering that question by referring to a study uh, and a report that was released by the World Economic Forum in 2020, signaling that we now need to reskill a billion people by 2030 in order to avoid large-scale um, suffering that would be caused by um, skills obsolescence as a result of digital transformation. So with that said, what is required both of leaders as well as the workforce is the ability to make sure that you are constantly aware of what is happening around you, which is what we refer to as contextual intelligence. Most importantly, the need to be able to transform your current skills or what we used to call a traditional skill set into what we refer to as digital transformation aligned skills. 
Um, so, so there is a need for, for large-scale contextual intelligence because the only way that a leader or a worker on the ground can be able to figure out whether their skills are still relevant is to be aware and to act um, um, as quickly as possible. And that is really the role of the business school today, Michelle. It is to go out and understand what is going around the world and then come back and inform um, the people that you do business with as well as the general society. To me, I'm interested and I'm playing devil's advocate here where you talk about the role of the business school uh, with regards to technology, with regards to uh, skills development. But I don't hear you saying that the role of the business school is something perhaps about how we operate within society. And that is exactly um, what what I'm referring to, Michelle, Mm -hmm. when I'm talking about uh, operating in general society. I think um, it is old school to, to operate in society as it currently is. Um, the role of the business school, given the fact that digital transformation is changing at such a quick speed, is to almost go ahead of the curve um, as everybody mm. else to understand what is going to be the next generation of skills that we're going to need. Because what you can do today can quickly change tomorrow. And COVID showed us that. I mean, before COVID, nobody knew that we could work from home. Nobody, probably a very small uh, section of the population knew how to work the likes of Zoom and Teams. And we had to, to, to learn quite quickly. And that is the trend that is going to, 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 to continue going forward. The ability to learn quickly uh, and learning the skills of tomorrow, not even the skills of today, because those are quickly become obsolete. So what do you believe the skills of tomorrow to be from the private sector? So from the private sector, the one would be um, the need to have uh, scientists in the various technologies of the fourth industrial revolution. We're looking at scientists that are experts in artificial intelligence, the Internet of Things, um, big data um, in energy storage, nanotechnology, that whole host of uh, fourth industrial revolution technology. But we are also saying that not everybody is going to be a scientist, right? But what we say is that there needs to be an understanding of them. If you are not going to be a scientist, then you're going to be a broadcaster or a marketing person in my case. How will digital transformation um, change the way that you do your work? What are the skills that will be demanded of you as a marketing manager? Is it digital transform? Uh, is it digital marketing skills? Is it the ability to broadcast digitally? What would that be? And we are saying that learn what that is and then transform so that you can make sure that you may remain relevant. So there's really two ways of looking at it. One would be technology uh, expertise, but we're also saying not everybody will take that route. You also need to have certain leadership skills, certain uh, ways of doing work without, without you necessarily being a scientist or an expert in that field. We're talking to Tumi Nkosi, who is the Director of Executive Education and Programs at the Johannesburg Business School. Uh, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk about this new generation of uh, skills that Tumi is suggesting and also the relevance that it uh, addresses with regards to society at large. At SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. We continue with thought leaders, storytellers and griots and we have an interesting conversation. Tumi Nkosi is the Director of Executive Education and Programs at the Johannesburg Business School, which is a faculty of the universe of university, not just the universe of Johannesburg, focusing on a business school which addresses rapid technological change. 
Tumi, thanks so much for joining us. You know, you talk about the um, the research that came out of the World Economic Forum. I have actually seen that research. There's also other research and extensive research which came out of an organization called Nesta, which spoke about the um, that the focus of how business schools operate may not may not necessarily be uh, engaged with only the um, how we think about technology, but critically how we think about that in relationship to society. So issues of shared value, issues of how a corporate engages with society. And one of the interesting things that came out of that research was a focus on the role of empathy and engagement on a slightly different process or a slightly different approach as opposed to just technology. How are you guys dealing with that uh, approach as well? I agree with you 100%, Michelle. Um, I think the one thing that we've been careful to avoid as uh, the Johannesburg Business School is to think that um, the fourth industrial revolution or digital transformation is only about technology because it is not. And that is why our focus has always been that, yes, we understand that there is technology, but we need to drive the role of the human um, in in a context of digital transformation. So we offer customized uh, programs, and even with our MBA, you will notice that there's there's a focus on technology, but also importantly on how technology interacts with leadership and workers uh, within the organization, how technology affects you as a person from an individual perspective, and how then that translates into a shared value, as you have so rightly said it, and societal advantage. So in our customized programs, we what we, we typically do is that we have a mixture of components that make up our customized programs, and that's the same approach that we also have with the Master of Business Administration. So there would be the content perspective, there would be the application of the content, but at the heart of it is executive coaching, because I believe that you would agree with me, Michelle, that what digital transformation means for you is completely different to what it means for me. Absolutely. And also how I deal with change will be completely different to how you deal with change. So we take that and then we implement it into our programs and we also include uh, aspects of uh, the taxonomy taxonomy that we we also refer to uh, from um, the reskilling revolution um, agenda which includes service orientation, leadership, social intelligence, social influence, trustworthiness, stress tolerance, contextual intelligence, all of those things which we believe that we as humans are able to do and not necessarily the robots. So then the, the idea is that then how do we redefine the role of the human in a context that is consistently and um, continuously uh, digitally transformed? So I suppose to me... Um you see, what I'm trying to get to is I've heard, I mean, I've heard that um, and, and I've seen this as well, is that many young people say, OK, fine, I need to do an MBA simply because it is a stepping stone in my career. So if I do the MBA, then I will get more work or I will get a leadership position or whatever the case may be. The concern, and I have heard this and seen this, is that sometimes MBAs don't teach an engagement with broader society. And I suppose it raises the question, I mean, there's that great Milton Friedman quote about the role of business is simply to create profit. And that came out in the 70s. Of course, there are a lot of people who feel very, very differently now. And they argue something for cross-sectoral stakeholdership um, and and stakeholder engagement across sectors, etc. What is it that the MBA is teaching that engages in that new way of thinking? 
Oh, I agree with you, um, Shell, because I happen to be an MBA and I got mine earlier in, in the decade. And what I had seen uh, when I did my MBA is that um, the, the one place where you are able to engage with society and depending on the type of research you're doing would be at the research stage. How the University of Johannesburg has reshaped the MBA is that we, we have a, 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 a research component, but we, we, we've, we've uh, designed it in such a way that the delegates have to go out and engage with entrepreneurs, mm. have to go out and engage with uh, NGOs or government or any sphere of society uh, uh, to, to drive a specific issue. And we make sure that the issues that get defined are the issues that actually impact on society so that they can go and build a plan of action for these organizations as part of the research. And, and, and the hope is that um, when um, an MBA would graduate, somebody has already benefited from that particular yeah. research, be it an entrepreneur or an organization. And that is how we have sort of shifted what an MBA is meant to do away from just profit and you having an MBA for the sake of an MBA to understanding that knowledge is not learned just for knowledge's sake. There needs to be an application of this knowledge in a way that benefits society and yeah. not just you or the organization that you work for. And that is how we have reframed it. But Michelle, this is always a changing um, uh, aspect because the issues that we face around the world is forever changing. Yeah. And our MBA, you know, the, the topics that we would have done two years ago or this year is continuously changing. So we are sort of treating it as an executive education program, uh, instilling in there, um, you know, skills as well as competencies that will drive the benefit of society as a whole. And that's the approach, the, the, the approach that we have sort of taken. Absolutely. It's not a perfect approach, but it is, we believe yeah. it is a step in the right direction. To me, I just have a question from one of our listeners, Terence, asking really what a bachelor's degree in business would benefit him with regards to, with regard to the work of him coming from the public sector. Excuse me, uh, can you please repeat that question? Yes, so one of our um, listeners, Terence, asking what would the um, value be of doing a bachelor degree in business uh, if I work in the public sector? It's an interesting question. It is a very interesting question, and then I would like to refer to my earlier um, comment. We need to continuously be learning. We cannot be in a situation where you think you've got a bachelor's degree and that's the end of it because yeah. that changes all the time. I'll give you an example. So I did a bachelor's degree in marketing in 2010 yeah. when I was out looking for a job in 2015. Already they were asking for digital marketing skills that were not included in my bachelor's yeah. when I did it five years before. So the idea is that, yes, uh, it, it will be beneficial, not because you're getting a bachelor's degree, but you are continuously engaging in learning that will make sure that your skills remain relevant so then the, the beauty of, get, of, 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 of of going to school is no longer that you're just getting a bachelor's degree but is that you are consistently getting con- better and better contextual intelligence because when you know better then you can do better and that is the beauty of that and how would that apply then to someone who works in the public sector so if you're working in the public sector look, the public sector is increasingly being asked to behave uh, in a more sustainable manner some will say in a more business-like manner, but we all require sustainability. Mm. So if you do a bachelor's degree, for example, uh, although the, the Johannesburg Business School doesn't offer bachelor's degree, uh, for example, if you do a postgraduate diploma in business, what we always insist is that you need to find a way that you can apply these skills in your specific job. Yeah. So already then you as a person becomes much more productive because you're thinking differently. You've got space to think as to, now that I've learned this skill, how do I then go back to to apply, apply it. It. at the core of all our our, our, our 
our, our courses and our, our degrees. So then it's not just you that is benefiting from that. We are driving and giving you space for you to apply those skills yep. and then come back and then we can have a look at, you know, did it work, did it not work, and then coach you further. So it's you that's benefiting, the organization is benefiting, and general society because general society um, um, benefits from a productive uh, public sector. Fantastic. Tumi Nkosi is the Director of Executive Education and Programs at the Johannesburg Business School, which is part and a faculty of the University of Johannesburg. I'd love to hear from you. We all talk about um, a constant learning, learning throughout our uh, lives, ongoing learning, and how one can do it. Do you perhaps do it as a MOOC, which is an online learning process? It doesn't have any degree at the end of it. Do you think it's necessary to have that degree? Does it make a difference in, tr- in terms of trying to get a job? Or do you think the process of learning is something that can be done in a variety of different ways. We'd love to hear from you. You're welcome to SMS's 41391 or WhatsApp us on 0614 104 107.